0: Welcome to The Watching Dead, the officially unofficial podcast for Daryl Dixon on AMC. We put the dicks in Dixon. I'm Jim. I'm A-Rod. <laughs> Today we're here to do Not a five seconds preview. in
1: and the bullshit's already started. <laughs> oh yeah.
0: You, what, you expected anything else? Anything less from the dynamic duo here? Uh, Not we're me. here to do a preview. We, we've we heard about ah. this show called Daryl Dixon. Uh, we're excited for it, I think. For for reasons, I don't know if it's the reasons AMC wants us to be excited about it, but we're we're fairly excited about it. Uh, ha- haven't seen the uh, Dead City stuff yet. I got to admit, I noticed. And I don't know it's, if it's necessary, but
1: it's over eighty percent in critical and audience score. What? And a lot of the reviews that I was, of course, you know, I don't know what professional reviewers still reviewing the Walking Dead universe stuff. There you but, go. Yeah. Um. There, it, it seemed like it got it was pretty w- well regarded. So i'm kind of excited to get because i i i always intended to watch that show it's just that um we got unexpectedly busy this summer we did and Yeah, we had three shows we, on at the time. we had we had to make some some killer decisions and ultimately we decided uh, to go with justified the series over uh the dead city but I, i'd like to circle back to that and, and catch up i don't think they're going to have any tie-ins mm-hmm. but who knows
0: what yeah, the i don't wor- think so different work parts of did. the world that we're going to be dealing with um if you're not familiar, I guess a short synopsis of this show is Daryl Dixon has somehow found himself in France and he's trying to get home, as best I can tell. Uh, it's weird because he sets off on a mission at the end of last season and his mission is to go out there and find Rick. You know, he feels like he didn't give it his all trying to find his best friend, brother, and now he's going to go out there and find him. I. But it seems like now based on the trailers, all he cares to do is get home. He's abandoned his mission to find Rick. He he walked that creek all the way out to the Atlantic
1: Ocean. <laughs>
0: Jesus uh, Found
1: the baguette laying on the beach and said,
0: Some bitch, and he started swimming. Mm-hmm. Started swimming across. Yeah. Must be a clue. <laughs> uh I don't know. It's interesting. We'll talk a little bit more about the trailer here in a second. Uh aaron I, I know you had a list of of things you want to talk about as well how, how do you want to approach this i am pretty excited about this show and
1: i did some extensive research i tried to avoid spoilers and i think i did for the most part uh, but i read a lot of the reviews the embargo actually i think was uh, dropped either today uh or yesterday so i spent a lot of this morning reading up on that uh, i've already watched the trailers Uh, Just kind of scouting around and seeing what people are are saying about it.
0: Oh, I haven't seen any of the reviews of it. So So from what I can
1: tell, these seem to be the pros of the Daryl Dixon show. Everyone says that Norman Reedus is still a star and a Daryl Dixon, the character, is still very cool. Mm -hmm. And there's a lot of, I saw, united praise for what seems to be actual character
0: development for Daryl. Okay. I mean, over 11 seasons, he did get a little bit of it. Not as much but, as you think, as he was always yeah. the second banana. Yeah. Where now
1: he's like the star of the show. So mm-hmm. uh, um, most of his development happened after Rick left. True. So like I'm, I'm pretty excited to see. And I, they heard that you know that he, even with character development, it's very rare that Norman Reedus gets to like stretch, Daryl Dixon's legs. You know, take him, take him for mm-hmm. a, you know, just let out the throttle, take him for a ride. And I guess that he does get to do some of that. They, they give him some better material to work with okay their thing is universally people say this show is phenomenal looking it's got a cinematic quality they really you know some of the daryl dixon walking through over old roman aqueducts and recognizably uh parisian landmarks um that it's just it's gorgeous and cinematic and looks looks great
0: so a couple of shots that i might dicker about uh a little bit there there's a gun there's a gunfire. Effect that looks pretty fi- shitty. Oh, a gunfire. Okay, I thought
1: it's like you know, bonfire of guns. That's <laughs> that would be amazing. It sounds like some
0: Burning Man shit to me. Uh-huh. Um, and and so there's yeah. the, the the Eiffel Tower, kind of destroyed and and turned into a leaning tower of Pisa. I guess. That I don't know. I guess it looked fine. So a lot of
1: people kind of you know no surprise that Daryl that the the core Daryl is good, but uh, you know. They had this character, uh, or this this the, his co-star, uh, Clements Posey. I don't know. You're not you're not steeped in the Harry Potter f- lore, but if all. you are and you're familiar with the movies, she is the woman who played Fleur Delacour, um, in the Goblet of Fire, and she plays a nun. And I guess uh, people have cited her that, that she's got some really impressive range, some good material. Apparently, there's a lot of pre-zombie flashbacks yeah, to kind of explain how she got there. And there's, you know, that's something we always love when they go back to pre-fall mm-hmm. and do. So um, apparently, she's there, she's in it. Uh, she does a lot with the material, and it's good. Um, yeah. So the things that l- th- things I might have a problem with. Uh, and then I also have another pile of like maybes. Uh, but these are things that I feel like mm this 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 gives me a frowny face. It seems designed to draw comparisons to the last of us the 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 shape of the season is Daryl goes to this nunnery convent where they've been protecting a young boy who uh, mm-hmm. a, like a teenage boy, a 14 15 year old boy who is destined to save mankind from the zombie apocalypse. It's Mm -hmm. just a bender. It's it's a bender. It's a bender gent. It's a bit. It's it's a gender bent uh, Ellie from The Last of Us, right? And you got uh, Daryl in the um uh, the 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 not Ellie position, the Joel position. Mm
0: I I,
1: I, there's I I don't think AMC is copying from The Last of Us. with the development cycles and everything, it just seems like it's one of those. um, coincidences or maybe Norman Reedus is like you know why uh, in a video game I escorted a fetus Uh, maybe I could do that uh, 12 years older 13 14 years older Uh, I I don't know but like The Last of Us did this storyline so fucking well and it wasn't that long ago right that's just a couple months ago we wrapped up with this I'm a little worried that
0: The Walking Dead is not going to look good in comparison (laughs) there is zero chance that it will look good in comparison. Zero chance. So,
1: and especially since a lot, you know, like The Last of Us could have gone wrong, but a lot of that plot works and depends on the likability and relatability of that said young person. And The Last of Us, both the video Mm -hmm. game and the series, knocked it out of the park with Ellie, you know? Um, I hear that Daryl Dixon,
0: not so much. That this kid is very annoying. Uh, okay the trailers don't thing- really tell me that like his, his name's laurent i guess and he <sighs> seems he's yeah, already annoyed um <laughs> oh great
1: <laughs> um yeah and that's the thing is like i kind of want to push back because ellie is annoying as shit in a way in yeah. certain ways um but like you know you never like turn against her it's just like she's like well that's this yeah she's acting like a a kid that grew up in a fucking apocalypse a little nihilist you know she's she's acting that way yeah i i'm 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 a little concerned about that um well, the
0: walking dead is hit and miss with its children right i mean judith she's great and then you have the shitty teens you have uh do you have enid who i ended up really liking um i liked enid a lot yeah yeah so, so there are a lot of examples and points and counterpoints there for The Walking Dead. We'll just hope sure. they, they pick one that is good. Yeah. Um,
1: the other thing is, like, you mentioned that, like, Daryl got to France somehow. So I think the trailers gave me the impression that it's somewhat of a mystery, that there's yeah. a little bit of, like, uh, Jason Bourne here, that Daryl Dixon washes up on France, like, how the fuck? Uh-huh. Apparently... That's not the case. Daryl knows how and why he got to France, but the show treats it as a mystery to us, the viewer. Ugh. And it it reveals either gradually throughout the season or all at once towards the end, like why he's there in the first place. This sounds like classic Walking Dead Scott Gimple overreach. Like fucking with the narrative structure just cause.
0: And I'm worried who what are the stakes what are the what is the what is the drama of that i don't understand like unless it has some bigger relevance to the next season of this show as to how he got there why does it matter why should that be the big mystery of the season
1: i, I don't know unless it has something to do with that central mission of like finding rick mm-hmm. and they're like wanting to try to bury the lead with that um
0: sure I could see it. But his mission now seems to go home. Like he just wants to get back to America. <laughs> right? That's the thing that the trailers keep saying is like his road home is paved with redemption. I thought mm-hmm. I thought he was already kind of redeemed.
1: Yeah, did he redeem himself? So many so many sins he committed in the Walking Dead is unforgivable. The audience hates him. <laughs>
0: right. I don't remember you know. that, but I could be mistaken.
1: <laughs> even Negan's trying to vouch for him in Alexandria now, you know, he's, he's, he's mm-hmm. that far. He's fallen that far. Um, <laughs> and then you'll never guess. like I, couple of reviews cited problems with pacing and tone. <laughs> I, I would never have thought Now, That's the other thing is like, so all these negatives is so interesting because like this was supposed to be Angela King's baby. Mm-hmm. And you remember, we covered this a little bit at the twilight of season 11, that somehow this was going to be a, Car- da- uh, Carol and Daryl Farrell adventure, yeah. and it was going to Angela King's going to be a showrunner, and it was going to be so. Then Melissa McBride had to drop out for some reason. I can't remember what it was—whether it was schedule, or health, or COVID. She so saw it was the first re- script <laughs> it was refact i, I gotta wrestle with a rat for how long um i get- going back to the rat wrestling well okay uh-huh. um so then it was reconceived developmentally as a norman rita solo project and at some point it got moved to shooting in france and at that point angela king got unattached and i'm not sure it's because it's because she's just like hey fuck you guys i ain't going Mm-hmm. You know, it's bad enough I had to spend all my summers in uh, uh, d- Georgia. You're gonna you're gonna ship me all the way across the world now for for a year to shoot this thing. I, I'm not, I, what I wish I knew because I have so much esteem for how Angela Kang tried to run The Walking Dead um, versus this guy they got running, David Zabel. The only thing he's f- well known for is running. Is is I don't want to say running ER into the ground. But he took over ER around 2008 when people started rapidly losing interest in the project. So Mm -hmm. it's like, you know, is that a good thing that he got this big high profile uh, drama drama that he ran for the better part of a decade? Is it a bad thing that, you know, he saw overseal the Twilight cancellation era of ER? I don't know, and I that's I that I loved ER up until about that time, and I stopped watching mm. because the plot started getting ridiculous. You know, all the big stars started to move on. At some point, it was Noah Wiley, I think. Yeah, uh, trying He's trying, to hold, f- trying to hold the whole trying to hold the whole Clooney. Yeah, yeah. Um. So yeah, I I I don't know, and Scott Gimple at the very top of the masthead. That is not.
0: A sign of quality. That's my biggest biggest red flag. Yeah, The Walking Dead tends to get better when Scott Gimple butts out. So him butting back in here seems like a bad thing to me. But I don't know, man. I'm going to enjoy covering the show. My pros and cons are it's wait, wait, The Walking was, Dead. That's that's I, all I, of my pros and cons. The Walking Dead.
1: I was going to say one other pro is this has already been renewed for a second season. So even if they're like if this is cause this is currently sitting at sixty nine percent uh on rotten tomatoes Mm -hmm. um which tells me it's not a terrible show but it's sort of room for improvement and a second season guarantees that they will get a chance well who knows with the writer strike um sure but like it seems to give them a good chance at uh at being able to correct anything any missteps now there's two things i wasn't sure about mostly because i wasn't sure how you'd react to it
0: hmm okay
1: I hear that this show continues to explore the larger The Walking Dead universe idea of these newly evolved super zombies.
0: Which you did
1: not like towards the tail end. I was kind of pro. like I've seen zombies for 11 fucking seasons. I'm ready for zombies that can jiggle. Jiggle doorknobs and clumsily come at you with a knife. I like that. I like that.
0: Yeah, I guess I didn't like how they did it. I'm trying to remember exactly how they did it because I remember a scene in a fort like a little, like a treehouse kind of thing. It's a renaissance fair. Yeah, where the zombies were jiggling outside and got in, climbed Jiggly a ladder knobs, maybe, I don't yeah. know. Mm-hmm. And, and I was thinking, like, wouldn't it have been cool if they were doing this all along? But to do it right at the end of the series felt weird to me. I think is how I felt about it. And and I think it's because
1: this was a d- thing that they were developed through, in, like, Fear and World of the Walking Dead or whatever. Right. And, and I missed it's out like yeah so they're like at the tail end of the walking dead
0: introducing this yeah it felt like a a weird sort of almost retcon of the zombies in the show but i don't know i'm not necessarily disappointed to hear that i guess like it's better than just having a bunch of stealth zombies constantly popping up in the woods of france right right i'm not interested in that at all and and the zombie work still looks stunning. I don't know if Nick Tiro is still
1: um, attached to this project at all. I don't see him on. Oh wait, yeah, he is. He's one of the executive producers. But I don't. I don't know how nice. much latex he handles nowadays. But the zombie effects still look amazing.
0: Uh huh. Um,
1: uh-huh. They haven't. You know, the, the latex budget is 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 if anything looks to be increased. Um, the other one that I was a little concerned with is apparently they're going to deal with like religion and faith in a much more tangible way than like a little kind of non-denominational exploration they did with Father Gabriel okay like like dealing with even like supernatural type things that's also a touch and go because I've I don't you know people's faith and what they believe I don't have a problem with but like if they start having like ghosts and goblins and like demonic possession they start taking this in the nun direction mm-hmm. I don't yeah. to me that's not the walking dead there's nothing supernatural about the walking dead other than the fucking zombies virus uh uh huh. That's the, yeah, there there aren't ghosts and witches and sorcery and stuff like that. So I, that, that might be, but if it's just like these nuns, you know, and how they keep faith and that's, that's fine. That's, that's, uh, in fact, I love it when they explore stuff like that. So we'll see.
0: Sure. Yeah. I'm down with that. Uh, I, I'm interested to see how they keep it interesting, I guess. Um, cause The Walking Dead tends to do longer seasons than other shows it's Mm -hmm. like minimum at this point is 16 i let me look up how many episodes are in this season hey don't shamble off we'll be right back after the break
1: here's what's new and premium content for our club members
0: No lunch this week, as I'll be traveling on vacation. But get ready for next week when we have the rare, elusive, dare I say, premium lunch with Talitha and Aaron. And while you're waiting for the return of the king, don't
1: forget May is the time to switch your Patreon tiers to make sure you maintain your full benefits by June. Stop by support.ballmove.com to check your Patreon levels to see the new benefits and decide which one is right for you.
0: And finally, tickets are now on sale for Badass Fest 6. Come meet us live and in person. Watch a mystery badass film with us and then hear us record the podcast right there in front of you in a theater packed with Bald Move fans. Get your details and your tickets at baldmove.com slash live.
1: If you want more Bald Move in your life, head over to support.baldmove.com right now to find out how you can get tons of bonus audio and video content plus ad free feeds. Commission podcasts are an awesome feature here at Bald Move that allows you, the individual listener, to decide what we talk about for a single podcast.
0: The community loves it because it often leads to fun, fan-favorite films and TV shows that we've overlooked getting the coverage they deserve.
1: And we love it because we're constantly exposed to great stuff that's not
0: even on our radar. The way it works is simple. You go to support.baldmove.com and you click on Commissions. Then you pay the flat rate for the commission and tell us what two-ish hours of content you'd like us to make podcasts on. Then we'll contact you for details, advanced feedback, and any dedications you'd like to make. Then we watch the thing, discuss the thing, turn it into a podcast, and pump it right into your ears. We get consistently great feedback on how much
1: our commissioners love their podcasts, and they make great gifts for the dedicated bald move fan in your life.
0: And who knows? That dedicated fan could even be you. Treat yourself. Check out support.ballnew.com for more info. Welcome back, Survivors. Here's even more of The Walking Dead. All right, I, look, I, I looked it up, and it's only six episodes, so it, I, that's a good way to keep it interesting. Just don't make yeah. as much of it. they've never like you know there's even good seasons of the walking dead once
1: they went to the 16 episode format there was always two three four episodes of flab in any Mm -hmm. given season because they just didn't they didn't have it Uh, there should not be that's why that's what blows my mind especially the Forbes article I wrote uh, I read with the pacing problems like how the fuck do you have pacing issues in six hours of television
0: right I mean if the story you're telling is microscopic maybe uh, they have nothing more to do than escort a child across the countryside. Maybe I could see it. Then I, I, don't know, I assume I'm it's going to be a lot like, like... Then make a four episode miniseries.
1: Have it good, <laughs> sure. like that's the thing at this at this stage. Like I, I don't know. It's like I don't know what AMC's trying to hold on to smaller and smaller uh, groups of fans uh, with smaller oh, yeah. sp- I, I, or, or like because I, I guess my thing would be like. There's a lot of people out of affection for Daryl Dixon, the character. Instead of trying to make something bloated and half-assed, make something really good so inevitably when the 24-plus million people that used to love and watch The Walking Dead each week like, you know what? Fucking Norman Reedus? Hell yeah, I'm gonna check that out on Sunday night. It'll be good. Mm-hmm. It'll be concentrated amazing. That's That would be my advice. That's what I'm saying. Like The pacing issues on a six-hour show just blow my fucking mind.
0: Yeah, I'm interested but- to see how the audience is for this because... I think there's potential there, but The Walking Dead went on for so long and it lost so many viewers over the mm-hmm. course of that that people who haven't seen Daryl Dixon in six seasons, five seasons, whatever, are are they going to acknowledge, yeah, I've missed all that, but I guess I'll just go back in and check on Daryl Dixon for this new show? Or are they going to be like, eh, that's just throwing good money after bad? no thanks
1: the thing is is moving him to France like if I was I'm, I'm trying to think of if I was it's pretty outside, big reset. if I if I stopped watching and like at the height of the stupidity of the glint dumpster fire and like around season seven mm-hmm. if I hear that the Derek's come out and he's in France I'm like that kind of I feel like I'd be more interested because that implies mm-hmm. like I'm not gonna have to know a whole bunch of like Alexandrian fucking politics to understand what's going on like Daryl is sure. a fish out of water and so will I that so like that's smart and if this is good then I could see it winning a lot of people back you know especially if they're not going to do bloated yeah. 16 episode
0: seasons of stuff yeah it's about getting the word out there that hey you maybe don't have to have seen the 300 hours of The Walking Dead that there are to come mm-hmm. to this show now if you're just like a new person like I, that's I surely yeah, I there's
1: nobody that has there's not a new no. person born like I want to start watching The Walking Dead and
0: Daryl Dixon is my Nope, AMC is not picking up any new viewers with this stuff. They're, like you said, holding on to audience that either they still had at the end of The Walking Dead or that might come back for something like this. That's pretty smart because honestly, just reclamation, Mm -hmm. like,
1: you know, that's, you've got 20 million people there. That's a huge audience.
0: Yeah, we'll see how much of it they reclaim. Um, How many times are we going to hear the phrase Viva La France? I have... No clue. <laughs> in a in a show about the undead in Paris, like you're, you're guessing like how have many, to berets, hear more how once. many
1: mimes, how many uh
0: how many Jerry Lewis comedies will we see? I mean, just just like the the long live, you know, that that part of it to me is the the interesting part in a dead landscape. I don't know it's just so do you think that there's like
1: a national like because like that's that was curiously missing on the walking dead there wasn't like politics like no one said Mm -hmm. you know fucking uh no one no one started chanting usa at any time that they the characters had a triumph or anything so i'm like do you think that they're more nationalistic over in Paris? that they're these nuns are going to
0: give us a rousing viva la france potentially potentially i think that's possible I'm curious to know how much French Daryl Dixon is going to learn in his journeys. Because other than look, the I, swear I wanna, words, I don't want to sell him short, right? I mean, he learned sign language. This pretty true. quick. Uh, he yeah. he's the language guy, if anybody is. So I could see him learning a little bit of French. Yeah, and Being curious, squirrel, raccoon, possum. <laughs> sure, no one will be able to understand his French, but mm-hmm. could call squirrel and, and
1: hog. Yeah, he's he's quadlingual mm-hmm. and <laughs> dog. Has that command of roughly sixty percent in the English language? Uh huh. At least the good parts.
0: <laughs> All right. Uh. Well, what else we we had the teas, the teasing people. Uh. We could probably talk about our coverage. Like, what is our plan? Ah. Uh, yes. What is our plan, Jim? Uh. Well, this is a standard Sunday night release for The Walking Dead. Um. So our plan is to do a standard Tuesday podcast it'll be out sometime in the afternoon there just like we did with the walking dead proper uh we'll do it for six season six sorry six episodes can't guarantee any more seasons than the first one um and you know if we have enough feedback at the end we'll do the wrap-up yeah i was
1: just thinking that's the thing is like if we have a lot of feedback we might do a separate feedback episode if we have a smattering of feedback probably integrate it um any plans because i know some people are curious about uh if if we'd ever take the long strike as a chance to come back and uh, visit maybe dead city or something like that
0: i'd like to yeah this is such a short show and we don't have a ton of stuff going on after it so we might just roll right into that we'll have to see yeah yeah we'll see we'll see because you never know what might
1: be announced that's uh Mm -hmm. because they like i said like a week ago i think they announced fargo i was thinking Mm -hmm. that that might not make the schedule and then it uh, got a like a november release so who knows but uh yeah that'd be be fun uh if you want to send feedback send it into twd at dot com twd at baldmove.com. uh we will consider that uh, on the next podcast if you are uh just just finding out about us or just coming back to us and you want to find out what else we're doing because uh, we're we're watching a new star wars ahsoka uh we've got uh loki starting up pretty soon uh follow us on our social medias all of our social medias at bald move pick which one is your favorite except for tiktok we're at Baldus move there finally if you'd like to support us I highly recommend it. You get ad-free feeds and even more bonus content each week by supporting us. It keeps us podcasting. Support.baldmove.com. Thanks, everybody, for listening. We'll see what Daryl gets up to. Oh, odds on Carol-making appearance sometime this
0: season. Uh, Probably zero. I mean, how would she get to France? Maybe a flashback or something? That's what I'm saying. There's there's flashbacks. Uh, uh, There's
1: denouements. We're in France, so always you could always do that um, uh, I'm gonna say 75% okay this yeah. was the Carol and Daryl project she had the bow out good friends of the production good friends with Norman Reedus I bet she burns a day out of her life to go and do a, a quick five minute scene of welcoming Daryl back to America or showing up at the end and it's all sweaty in a rowboat she's come over there to join uh-huh. him yeah, that's uh, more likely. You know, just, just just row across to the what is it the Bay of Biscay and oh, 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 you're here in Francais. Uh, that's going to do it for this week. Thanks everybody. We'll see you on the first episode of Daryl Dixon. Until then, I'm Aaron and I'm Jim. See ya.